Good morning. I'm Martin Oji. And I'm Jeanette. And we are today's guest hosts on the Just Say the Word podcast. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, stay tuned for a new podcast for teens. Hope you guys are surviving distance learning. I know some of you are at school physically, but most of you are at home surprised that you're actually missing school. I know you're probably Zoomed out. I understand and feel a lot about that. So today we will be talking about the battle of emotions and learning to win the day. This morning, we will be primarily focusing on Philippians chapter four, but we have a scripture to start things up. In Job 15, 12 CEV, it says, your emotions are out of control, making you look fierce. Has this verse ever described you? Do you ever feel like your emotions are out of control and you can't rein them in? Better yet, have your parents ever felt this way about you? Well, if you answered yes to any of those questions, you are in the right place. In Philippians 4, from verse 4 through 7 in the Living Bible, it says, Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again. Rejoice. Let everyone see that you are unselfish and considerate in all you do. Remember that the Lord is coming soon. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God your needs and don't forget to thank him for his answers. If you do this, you'll experience God's peace, which is far more wonderful than the human mind can understand. His peace will keep your thoughts and your hearts quiet and at rest as you trust in Christ Jesus. To win the day, we need to make three choices that would lead to experiencing God found in the passage we just read. We'll be breaking it down today and the three choices are choose joy, choose others, choose prayer, and these choices lead to experiencing God. When you're in high school, Every day is a battle. Yep. It's a battle to turn off your alarm clock, to get out of bed, to pick out your outfit. This is hard for guys and girls. Uh-huh. Come on, guys. To be kind and appreciative of your family, figuring out the social scene. Then sometimes you have sports and then you still have homework and you can't forget to eat. So to win the day, you've got to address the four emotional battles you deal with every day. The four emotional battles in a teenage heart, because that's that's where we're at, right? So one is self. This is probably the biggest battle we face, trying to figure out the raging, often conflicting emotions in our hearts about how we view ourselves and how other people view us. The second one is family, figuring out how you fit in your family as a high schooler, respecting your parents and being kind to your siblings while still becoming your own person. Number three is friends, figuring out how to be you in the midst of a crowd and still be accepted. Mm. And number four is school, figuring out how to excel in school when your best effort looks different from the person next to you. So let's focus on the three, let's focus on the three choices we need to make to win the day. So choose joy, Philippians 4 verse 4, we just read that. It says, always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Now the key phrase, the phrase easily forgotten or missed is in the Lord. It's impossible to always be joyful when God gets taken out of the equation. God explains everything. 
Yep. The fight and struggle to be close to God is the secret to joy. In high school, you know, most people fall into one of three categories. Always happy, that's the first one, angsty, or depressed and angry. Regardless, regardless of the category you're in, reaching the level of joy in the scripture is possible when you fight to be honest with God and let him change your mind. The other choice is choose others. That's verse five. Let everyone see that you are unselfish and considerate in all you do. Remember that the Lord is coming soon. Now, how do you choose others by being unselfish and considerate when all of our instincts are to do the very opposite? When I remember that I'm chosen by God, that I have a special destiny to fulfill, choosing others becomes a desire and not a religious duty. It becomes a want instead of a have to. Wow. So the next one is choose prayer. In Philippians 4 verse 6, it says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God your needs and don't forget to thank him for his answers. Okay, so let's just be real. In high school, I did the exact opposite of this scripture. I worried about anything and everything. I did not tell God anything. So there was nothing to thank him for. I mean, I had fun in high school, but I've also got the scars to prove it because this scripture was never, you know, a thought in my mind. I only wish I had gotten a chance to really know God in high school. So if you're a Christian, be grateful. Do not waste your energy being worried about the opinions of people who are not. And if you aren't a Christian, be grateful that God put you around Christians to get the opportunity to avoid the many, many scars high school can leave. Mm. This scripture is real, you guys. It's like a superpower if you really obey it. You gotta test it out, I dare you. Oh, I like that dare. You gotta be bold though. Like pray about everything, your fears, your doubts, what you're angry about, what you need, and even what you want. So story, one day I saw LeBron James on TV talking about the racial injustice happening. And I prayed that God would make him and the other players boycott because they are influential and people will actually listen to them because you know, not playing a game in the NBA, that messes with people's money. So they're like, let's do something about this. So guess what? The next day when I got up, all over the news, NBA games postponed. I was so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, he answered my prayer. That's what God can do. God will answer. The question is, will you pray? And I was depressed because I couldn't watch the NBA. <laughs> Martin, sorry, not sorry. All right. So when we make these choices, then we are actually able to experience God. In verse 7, it says, if you do this, you will experience God's peace, which is far more wonderful than the human mind can understand. His peace will keep your thoughts and your hearts quiet and at rest as you trust in Christ Jesus. Experiencing God, choosing God, absolutely matters. When we make these choices and we experience God, that absolutely is one of the greatest choices we can make in our life. It's priceless. What I love about God is he doesn't care about our performance. He cares about our hearts. He cares about us having a real relationship. 
so for me, some of my most special times with God were when I was writing poems from the scriptures that inspired me. I still have the book. Um, just finding songs that make me think of God and belting them out alone, of course. Or finding those nugget scriptures where I felt like God really heard me. None of those are cookie cutter Christianity. You know, eat, pray, read, love others, repeat. It's just me and God hanging out. That's all he wants, just to hang out with you. No performance required. So there you have it. The three choices that will help you experience God. So many teens are losing the battle every day, but by choosing joy, choosing others, and choosing prayer, you can experience God and become one that wins the day and teaches your friends how to win too. Thanks for joining us on Just, Just Say, Say the, the Word. word. Let's pray for communion. God, thank you that we have a great opportunity to experience you by choosing joy, others, and prayer. God, help us to take this to heart. Thank you for Jesus and his sacrifice that makes all this possible. All this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. This time we'll be praying for contribution. Let's pray. God, thank you that we can give back to you. Please help us to be grateful. Help us to be appreciative. And help us, God, to believe that when we give, we're imitating you. All this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Have you ever told yourself that you really need to change something important in your life only to give up in frustration after a week or two of seeing no progress? A study published in the European Journal of Social Psychology found that on average, it takes more than two months before a new behavior becomes automatic, 66 days to be exact. So if you ever felt discouraged after an unsuccessful attempt to make a transformation, just know you're not alone. You may just need help keeping at it a little longer. With this in mind, we're excited to launch a new weekly email series called The Change Plan. Each week, we'll provide you with a Bible study tailored to what you're working on changing personally. You'll get tips and resources to help you stay on track to make your change last. Sign up now at deepspirituality.com change. That's deepspirituality.com change.